This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Everyone can agree uh, that kids are vulnerable online to hatred, to uh, violence, to being bullied, to seeing and being affected by terrible things online. We need to do a better job as a society of protecting our kids online the way we protect them in schoolyards, uh, in our communities, uh, in our homes across the country. What does Justin Trudeau mean when he says, when he says the word hate speech? He means speech he hates. This is the third time that this government has tried to get this particular law pushed through. And you'll hear the prime minister and you will hear in all the talking points today that this is all about protecting the children. And of course, who would not want to help the children? The concern becomes, as we saw in Bill C-11 and Bill C-18, which were supposed to be... Um, you know, upgrades or updates to the Broadcasting Act and the Streaming Act, uh, things can go wrong, right? And in this case, when we're talking about online harms, question is, do you want the government deciding what's harmful? Because maybe you say stuff is harm, someone would think is harmful, or me, and vice versa, but what's harmful? And as I understand in this particular bill, they want to redefine what hate would be in a category. But again, I go back to this. We have laws in the books to do all these kinds of protective measures. We just don't use them. So what will this new book look, what, what will this new law look like without actually trouncing all over freedoms, right? Let's go to Dr. Brett Carraway, Associate Professor with the Institute of Communication, Culture, Information and Technology over at the University of Toronto. Good to have you, Professor. Happy to be here, Alex. I always ask the question, what could go wrong? So I'll say that to you in this bill. What what could go wrong on an on harms online harms bill? Well, you're exactly right. Uh, this is going to be framed as a do it for the children um, piece of legislation um, that that you know the, the narrative that they're gonna they're gonna run with. And um, the problem here is that they have sort of two different things that they're attempting the um, answer to and they sit in an uneasy relationship number one is obviously protecting children from online harm um, <clears throat> but on the other hand and you can hear it in the way Trudeau's talking about it they also want to maintain protections around freedom of expression but those are almost like competing objectives or so they're in an uneasy relationship with each other so the the potential for something to go wrong here is that they don't strike the right balance um, Certainly, it's worthy of consideration in trying to figure out ways to protect children online. There's a lot of uh, nefarious activities targeting children, and there should be some attempt in that domain. However, you have to strike the right balance here, because if you're heavy-handed in your approach, then you'll encroach upon the freedom of expression that all Canadians should enjoy. And, and I think the argument would be, well, like, we have luring um we have cyberbullying. We have all sorts of laws on the books now. If they're not using these laws, you know, they want to go and create a brand new 
bureaucracy to run this thing. So the CRTC would be doing its thing and they'd create a whole new bureaucracy to do this thing. And I'm thinking, well, like how much more layers of sludge do we need to get in the way um, of something that I don't know if it actually can be done, right? Because as I understand, the, the onus will be on, on whomever is, uh, you know, v- putting the stuff out there. But we've got companies all over the world that are putting stuff online, and would it have to go back to the initial uh, content provider, the companies? Like, I don't, I don't even know how they would monitor or or um, censor this. I just don't know. Yeah, so I would, I would kind of look at this as a package deal, right? This is Bill C eleven, the Online Streaming Act. It's bills. Um, I'm forgetting the number C eighteen, C eighteen and eleven. Yeah. yeah, the online news. The access right? of evil. And, <laughs> the access <laughs> exactly. of things so that don't is, work. <laughs> this is like the third installment in this franchise, right? And the idea here, I think, is is to build on those. You're you're also exactly right. There are already laws on the books right now. We have Bill C thirteen, the Protecting Canadians from Online Crimes Act, which is all about the non consensual non-consensual distribution of intimate photos. There's uh, criminal harassment law. There's um, defamatory libel law that does a lot of these things already. So the, the, I think the onus of this particular bill is to expand the scope of what the government can regulate in terms of online harm. And you, you mm-hmm. mentioned hate speech, but it's also it's hate speech, but it's also inducing a child to harm themselves. It's also probably going to be more cyberbullying language. And, and it's definitely about increasing the scope of, of what comes in. And then, you know, the enforcement here is definitely targeting what they call online communication services, which is otherwise known as a platform, right? So this is the metas and the Googles of the world. And that's the, I think the difference here is that they're targeting the platform operators themselves rather than uh, trying to sort of mitigate the relationship between in, end users. And, but that invites right. a whole new government right. infrastructure, right? Because you have, to, you have to create the law, you have to monitor to see if they're doing it, and then you have to enact penalties, right? Financial penalties if, if they fail. Well, what's to, to say that they wouldn't just do what Facebook did and shut us down? Just say, well, you're paying the ass. Exactly. Right. And you. a lot of the things that people are so concerned about, like AI and data harvesting and surveillance, all of that would be incentivized by passing this sort of law. Because part of what I'm fairly certain will be a part of this is trying to make sure that you're identifying who's a child on the platform, which will entail, you know, the collection of even more, more data, because that and that runs with their financial um, business model because it they do better selling to advertisers when they can really say this is the particular user that you will be reaching with this advertisement. So that's another thing mm. that could go wrong here is you oh, actually boy. create sort of a per- perverse incentive for even more data harvesting and collection. Yeah. It's just layer upon layer. It is anything but easy. Is there a country uh, that has been able to tackle this or are we a, a, an outlier here? I think that, I mean, just kind of thinking back through the consultations, I think they were looking at Australia and Germany. So, yeah, there are other countries that have attempted this, um, but who knows what the particular flavor of mess the, the Canadian government will adopt. We'll see. Well, you know, that's been the problem. We're talking to Brad Carraway about this piece of legislation that will be tabled, and we should be getting details of it pretty soon. Um, again, it's always the fine print, and they've had so much trouble doing this in the last two tries that they did it. And I'm not talking about Bill C-18 and 11. Those are different pieces of legislation that have their own, you know, issues in them. 
But, you know, I, what I'm hearing is this is going to be very expensive. It's going to be very bureaucratic. It's going to possibly further alienate Canada out from, from uh, content carriers who say, look, I just don't want to deal with Canada yep. anymore because – so there, there is a lot that can go wrong. And, and I think in our efforts to do what's right, I would say, well, maybe parents should engage a little more. Maybe just don't hand your kid a $1,200 phone. Maybe just don't let them on the computer morning, noon, and night. I don't know. But I'm just saying there's a lot that can go wrong with this bill. Yeah, I agree. And you're exactly right. Someone's going to pay for this, and it's going to be the platforms that are asked to pay for it. And it also creates the potential for a government infrastructure wherein they decide which websites get blocked if they find that there's whatever their definition of hateful speech is, is present on the right. on the platform. Then they're talking, at least in consultation, about you know having Canadian Internet service providers block access to, to websites which the irony of that uh, is not lost to me, considering there was such an outcry when <laughs> the yeah. websites voluntarily blocked themselves. So anyway, it's just yeah. a, a real well, mess. And, and again, wait, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see, because then we can bash it tomorrow when we've already read uh, what we know. <laughs> Look, again, I, I just think your version of hate will be different than mine. Um, and what you consider, uh, that's the big problem here, is that what you consider one thing, I, I might consider another. And, and finding that balance... Other than sound bites and headlines, it, it, it's not as easy to do as I, I seem to think that they. It's a good political wedge issue, but it's not as easy to do without consequences. Yeah, I tend to agree. All right, stay tuned on that one. Appreciate your time, Professor. Thank you. Yep, always happy to be here. Thank you. All right, that's Professor Caraway. Uh, coming from the University of, of Toronto. So again, uh, we'll, we'll wait for these details to come down. We should probably have them around noonish, and uh, I'm very curious to see what this government comes up with that really no other has been able to do. And again, how will it be received? Um, which would be further down the line, but how would it be received by the Googles, the Facebooks, and all these others? Are we really worth it to them? I don't think they care, but it would certainly impact all of us.